Hi, it's Tony Kornheiser. The podcast is coming up in just a moment, but the sales weasels have got some sponsorships up front. Anger out sports media and a fan of, oh, my NC State Wolfpack for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run to the one yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip have landed magic in Chicago, Michael in LA and made Charles Barkley the first black president enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former sports center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will probably open the sliding doors of a different what-if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall. Legacies will change forever. New goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Previously on the Tony Kornheiser Show. I take the mallet and smash it. And then break it in half and eat it and see what happens. I don't go for the claws. You know the claws. Yeah, I I have a little bit of claws, but I don't have that small little fork. That's what you're talking about, right? The small little No, just in terms of how you break it down, take the legs off, claws. Yeah, you do that. And you start with that, except when you get to the third crab, you don't want to waste your time with this other stuff. Because by then the (laughs) old bay the old bay has poisoned your mouth. (laughs) So you can't taste anything. This is General George Washington, and you're listening to the Tony Kornheiser Show. So speaking of food, there is a story in the food section today in the Washington Post about rotisserie chickens. Um, Like many of you out there, if I, and and the socialite does this all the time. Chicken deal. Yeah, you go get the chicken deal. The socialite is always getting a chicken. But only at the fresh market for for Alan. Um, yeah, I think he's a fresh market chicken chicken and two sides? Yeah, chicken and two sides. I've I've gotten chickens from Safeway a number of times. Um, Rotisserie chickens are very attractive. So what color do you want to see on a rotisserie chicken? I want it as light as possible. Interesting. Because I believe that the darker it is, the drier it is. I believe it's been overcooked. I want I want the rotisserie chicken as light as possible. But the Post did a taste test, right? And they rated in the Washington area ten different chickens. Is Royal Farms included in this? Royal list? Farms is not included in mm. that. Royal Farms does not make rotisserie chicken. I don't think. Oh just, uh, no, I think they just do chicken pieces. Yeah, so I don't think oh, they do. Okay, that. again with the chicken. <laughs> again with the chicken. <laughs> do you remember when I was a kid? We used to go out to like. 
Boston Market, Chicken Out. Yeah. There was, rotisserie chicken was a thing. I like rotisserie chicken. Sure. I, look, I like chicken. That's great. Okay, chicken is three days of food for me. Yeah. I like chicken. So this is why I think you've always liked chicken, because you're planning for the next meal. Yeah. So well, Alan, the socialite eats half the chicken on the way home, and he's getting <laughs> lunch and dinner. That's exactly right. <laughs> he's very excited when he gets a chicken. <laughs> Last in the rating, surprisingly to me, was Harris Teeter. Hmm. They were last. One up, and this pleased me enormously. Whole Foods. Next to last was Whole Foods. <laughs> I've never walked into a Whole Foods. Never. I don't intend to ever go into a Whole Foods. It's pretentious. Whole Foods, Lemon Herb, was next, ninth. Food Lion. I thought Food Lion would be in the basement. Food Lion's above Whole Foods and above Harris Teeter. Just wait till you see number one. I above, above Whole Foods. Wow. Then Costco. This I didn't know Costco had chicken. Yeah, well, so, I've also never been in a so Costco. This, this Get an oil change big, and some chicken. The big piece in the news. One, there's a questionable practices as to how Costco raises its chicken. You don't want to look into that. Okay. Uh, but they ring a big bell, and basically they're selling their rotisserie chicken for a loss because their numbers show if we can get you in for rotisserie chicken, that makes the yearly membership fee a little bit easier for you to stomach, and people are buying multiple chickens at a time as they try and do meal prep. Right. Okay. And tires. Their chickens are four ninety nine for a four pound chicken. Ooh. That's one twenty one per pound. That's nothing. People swarm the counter it's, fighting so for chicken. I've really I've never been to a Costco. I don't <laughs> just wait for the bell. Okay, here's next. Now the sixth best. Signature Cafe Traditional at Safeway. Uh, it didn't make the top five. Uh, I've had the Safeway chicken. Some have been very good. Some have been a little dry, leading me to try to always get ones. But they don't even let you pick. They just sort of pick for you most of the so time. So this is, <clears throat> I'd say the Safeway is your standard, uh, you know, day-night meal prep chicken. It usually has good color. But for you, I think it's going to be more about time of day versus the color that you see on the skin that's going to lead to it being dry or not. Okay, maybe that's right. I mean, I don't know when they're cooked necessarily. It says right on the box. It does? The oh, time yeah. of cooking? It'll, say, like, it'll just give okay. you the window. This was okay. pulled sort of pre-lunch or post. Now we get to the top half. Wegmans. Wegmans is number five. Although some people said the salinity, uh, one guy called it a salt lick. Said it was a little bit. Mm. I don't like salt. I'm not a salt person. So right. that would not help me. Fourth, Sam's Club. Again, I've never seen a Sam's Club. No, I, don't, sure. I don't know where they are. Yeah, where's yeah, the one around it's here? It's not going to be inside the city. That's going to be another big uh, warehouse like a Costco. Yeah, I don't know where they are. Number three was a tie between Wellesley Farms and, and uh, Sprout Farmers. Wellesley Farms is BJ's Wholesale Club. I don't know where that is. Mm. And Sprout Farmers Market Unseasoned. I... I don't know what that is. Yeah, I'm not, so not I, familiar you know, with those So that's out of my purview. Okay, well, we'll get to two and one. And I think you're safe on two and one, right? You're going to... Georgia, Alabama? Well, yeah, I think so. Well, two is giant. Two is giant. Giants significantly beat Safeway and yes. two is giant. I didn't, you know... I mean, I should have known that Giant had rotisserie chicken... I didn't know the giant. Oh, they, they have, uh, and it depends if you're getting their organic version of all these options. But and for us, like if you when you mention Safeway for someone who's outside of the area, that goes by different names. When you mention Giant, that goes by Stop and Shop. Oh. if you go up and down the East Coast. Okay, oh, that's so right. I didn't know that. And number one, and you could have knocked me over with a feather, Walmart. <laughs> really, Walmart. First of all, I didn't know Walmart made chickens. Second of all, I never would have thought Walmart chickens was number one on the taste test. 
Wow. That is a stunner. 228 per pound. Very cheap relative to the other things. 228 per pound. Nothing Do they have, Now, you say they ring a bell at Costco? At Costco, they ring a bell, and people are scurrying to get their chickens in the back. Wow. Now, the big question for me is, when Pablo. you get this, do you want to eat it as a chicken? Like, are you going to take this chicken? What do you mean, eat it as a chicken? Like, are you, do you want it what as a tradition? What am I going to eat as a pork chop? What do you mean? <laughs> Meal prep. Are you going to shred it, put it into, you know, enchiladas, no. tacos, no, put no, it no, into no. a chili? A Day one for Day me. One, you want it to look like a chicken. Yes. I want to take out the big carving knife and cut off the legs and cut off the wings and slice off the bone, the white meat. Yes. Okay, because sometimes the ones that you're mentioning that don't have any color, they are a little too gummy, and it doesn't actually feel like it's cooked all the way through. Well, my experience has been that if, if it's really well done, it has a tendency to be dry. But they say the Walmart is the juiciest chicken. Would not have thought Walmart would be no, on the board. Brined. I'm just no. so pleased that Whole Foods finished, you know, you know <laughs> Next others receiving votes. I would Next say if bottom. you're going to the giant Safeway, those are your good meal prepping chickens where you can eat a little bit of it today as you're and, shredding it. And then it. there's more, th- yeah, more, yeah it, uh, it has variety and too. And the Wegmans, it, it also, the, the, the difference in weight, some of these are like four and a half pound birds and some of these come in pretty scrawny. Now, do you try and, do you seek out the oysters on the bottom of the chicken? No, the little I chicken oysters that have been sitting in the yeah, I haven't fat done all that. Day. I haven't. I like that, but I haven't. You know, I just say, give me a chicken. Yeah, give me a chicken. Give me a chicken. So is Wagshall's not on this list? I guess. I guess not. not. On the list. You save the bones. Do. Make a soup. What, what is this? The eighteen hundreds? No, no. <laughs> I, don't know, I eat the chicken until I get tired of it in two days, and then I dump it. Right. Do I? No, I don't repurpose everything. Arms for the poor. I don't do that. I can afford a new chicken. I can. Chickens don't cost anything. You go to Walmart, they're paying you to eat the chicken. How was the first tee of golf event? How'd you play? Uh, it was beautiful. So this was every every fall we have a first tee event. This was at Riverbend. And uh, it's it's the best part of it is seeing the kids in action. So in all the par threes, or on, you know half the par threes, we have first tee participants playing with us. And just to see the core values in action and to see a young person introduce him or herself to you, to see them walk up to a group of adults, play with you, uh, have sort of the pleasantries that go around as they tell you where they go to school, what their interests are. This was um, further by, I got to uh, meet a young woman who's looking to go to Penn to play golf. And I was just blown away by her poise, by the uh, sort of the scouting she's already done to some of the academic programs. So Rich Brazo, if you're listening to this down in Charleston, I might need to get some uh, consulting advice from you. But, you know, this was a, um, it fell on 9-11. And to just uh, unplug from some of the other distractions in my life and have a quiet 35-minute drive out along the Potomac River, listening to Bruce Springsteen's The Rising, just reflecting on yeah. um, uh, these last number of years was um, personally important to me. And then I had a wonderful group. I always get to play with Clint Sanchez, our, our uh, executive director, and I got to play with uh, two new uh, you know, acquaintances here, Matt Hoover, who's going to be the tournament director at the uh, Solheim Cup. Oh, boy. And is excited for when it comes to RTJ. And then I got to play with Derek Dockery. Really? Yes. The former athlete? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, the re- uh, oh, wow. He's event. a big guy. He's so recognizable uh, and just engaging, fun. We drove in a cart together and just it's super impressive to see where he's taken his uh, interests post-football. Uh, I had no idea because you didn't on, talk to me working, yesterday. We're working. Well, me. you didn't text me. We're working on loading up that backswing, but the radius when you're of his size is a little bit harder to he's time the bottom. Yeah, 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 he's big. Um, so, he's very complimentary of you. He said he ran into you over at Columbia a few months back. Uh, he's very nice. He's very nice. So did you, did you keep score? Uh, it's a shamble. So everyone right. drives, then you play, and I'll say this. 
on my own, I had a number of birdies. Our team did not. Our team finished where it needed to finish. Okay. All right. That's good to know. And I, I am putting very well. That's good to know. Oh, that's great. Uh, I can't do a show without mentioning Aaron Rodgers. I'm not going to do a show without mentioning Aaron Rodgers. Um, I just think that's it's so. I have no other word other than sad. Uh, the Jets have been in my youth the team that I followed very, very closely, not in the last X amount of years. I haven't really cared about them. But I remember I remember Joe Namath, the one career highlight of the Jets, his right index finger wagging after the Jets won the Super Bowl. Um, there's no greater hero in New York than Joe Namath. There are comparable heroes, Willis Reed, Derek Jeter, you know, there are, you can go back years, Joe DiMaggio, you know, whatever, Reggie Jackson, you, you can go back and find people who are on the comparable level, but there's no greater hero than Joe Namath. And I felt that Aaron Rodgers, I felt he was poised. He had a shot, All right? They have a very good defense. Aaron Rodgers is a Hall of Fame quarterback. He said and did all the right things after signing with the Jets. They did... Um, that HBO show, Hard Knocks, they did all of that. He played four snaps, and that's all. Four snaps. It's just sad he's done. Certainly done for this year. I suspect that at some point he will say, I'm going to rehab and I'd love to come back and it's unfinished business. But he'll basically be almost 41 years old next year, and, and you can't count on it. You cannot count on it. Um, Wilbon and I were asked yesterday to do something about, you know, is this the most deflating thing ever in New York sports history? And Wilbon, of course, didn't want to do it and then talked about it at such great length that everybody <laughs> said, let's do it. <laughs> it's one of, it's one of, I mean, there are tragedies in New York sports history. Thurman Munson died while piloting his own plane. Lou Gehrig, when he got up there and he had to quit, because he contracted the disease that would later be named for him and would take his life within two years and said, I'm the luckiest person on the face of the earth. I mean, these are tragic moments. As a small child, I awakened one day to find out that the Dodgers and the Giants were gone. What do you mean? Gone. What do you mean? They're gone. They went to California. They're gone. Now, the Mets replaced them, but I had no idea. I mean, you know, I had no idea there'd ever be another team there. That was... If you want to talk about deflating, that was certainly deflating. Yankees go up 3 no, I'm not a Yankee fan. The Yankees go up 3 nothing on Boston, who they beat like a drum, and Boston comes back and wins four in a row. So there's a lot of things out there. Wilbon mentioned Ali Frazier, and I said, I don't know that it was deflating as much as stunning to see Ali get knocked down. That was in Madison Square Garden. Um, so there were a lot of things out there, and this ranks with it. And it ranks with it because it's just, it's really sad. You're not going to know. I mean, they put together a team, and Aaron Rodgers is at the absolute epicenter of it. I mean, talk about Zach Wilson all you want. If Zach Wilson was so good, they wouldn't have gotten Aaron Rodgers. What do the Jets do now? Do they call up Carson Wentz? Do they call up Matt Ryan? Do they call up Tom Brady? I would call Tom Brady. I'd call. Sure, why not? You know, I'd call Tom Brady. But it, it feels lost. I know a lot of people think that their defense is so good, they'll win eight to ten games. When was the last time they won 10 games? Let me know. I think it's a ways back, 10 games. I think it's with Rex Ryan. I think it's a ways back. I think you're right. You know, uh, it, it's, 
Yeah, everybody likes Robert Sala. No. Robert Sala's stepping in bad luck. And Aaron Rodgers knew, he knew the second it happened when he sat back down and pulled his legs up towards his waist. He knew. Athletes know when it's serious. They know. So 2015, they were 10 and 6. Okay. So that's more, that's sooner than I thought. Yeah. Sooner than, but Be- they, before that was 2010 and yeah. then 2005. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, it's. They're no good. Once every day. They haven't decade. been good in a long time. Yeah. They haven't been really good in a long time. So people are comparing this to when Vinny Testaverde had the same thing happen. Uh, they came off some pretty good year, and Vinny Testaverde had the eight torn ACL in the first game. It's not the same. It's not the same. They went out and they said, we are all in on Aaron Rodgers. Vinny Testaverde is a nice quarterback. Aaron Rodgers is a Hall of Fame quarterback. Vinny Testaverde is from Long Island, so you know that helps. But, you know, it's... It's just not the same. They went all in on Rodgers. And, and there was a feeling of hope. It's just, it's the four plays. I didn't even get a quarter. No. He didn't get a full game. If they lost the game, be different. It's one drive. Four plays. Did he complete a pass? I don't think he completed a pass. No, I think he threw one and it was it's incomplete. four plays. Yeah. He, everybody gets cheated. And so does the league. Well, He's league- a big. That was the biggest story going into the season. Is what would Aaron Rodgers do with the Jets? The Jets get crushed, and the league gets hurt. Very yeah, it's it's not great. Well, there's a lot of prime time games that they'd schedule with the Jets, which they should have. Of course, they should have. But the, now, look that that game Monday night. Oh, it was a huge draw. Huge numbers. That's going to be one of the five highest rated games of the year. The production around that first half was just tremendous. Beautifully yeah. done. Yeah. It was right great. Ways. Everything was right. Monday night football. Couldn't ask for a better open. But the shots, Could not the shots of the fans and then to balance it out with the shots of Rodgers as he's getting onto the card in the tunnel. Didn't he jog out in the field with like an American flag? Yes. I mean, it was just it was 9-11. <laughs> it's right. Yes. It was perfect. Yes. Feel cheated. We'll take a break. Uh, Chuck Todd. That's right. Chuck Todd will pick games when we return. I'm Tony Kornheiser. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to The Tony Kornheiser Show. On hole one, you may just be tempted to give your This is a song called Dog Leg Left by a group called Teen Days, D-A-Z-E. This is sent to us by Andy Millard in Columbus, North Carolina. Because this song was put together and an online album was put together by his son, Drew Millard, as a way to promote his recently published book, How Golf Can Save Your Life. Um, Drew's writing is focused largely on music, mostly as a staff writer, editor for online outlets such as the Outline and Vice Media. Along the way, he's befriended many talented, though not widely known musicians, of whom Teen Days is one. Uh, I guess that's Canadian musician Jameson Isaac is Teen Days. Um, from one uh, today just like you and your own son we cherish the times we get to spend together on a golf course from one father-son duo to another thanks a million for the laughs and insights over many years that's very nice from the Millards that is they play in Chuck Todd Chuck had a good Chuck had a good week Chuck was four and three 
The first week is the week you go one and six, right, Chuck? You've gone one and six, and that's the tough week. I, I have. So the, this means because the week one is luck. Yes. You know, you think you know stuff, but week one is luck, which means it's all. This could be ugly. Now that now that I supposedly have information. Um, you had Cleveland and you had the Jets, both of which I thought were crazy dumb picks. And you wow, won. yeah, I appreciate you didn't insult me at the time. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. I mean, yeah, no, I, I, I thought you're very kind. I thought Burrow Burrow was terrible. Joe Burrow threw the ball thirty one times and gained eighty two yards. That's terrible. How many of these week one games do you think are preseason games? Well, if no, yes, if nobody plays, uh, this is my new crusade. Just go to 18 regular season games and stop preseason games completely. There's no point. How big, how big are you going to make the rosters? What is it now? 50? Yeah, in order, 53 in order to uh, accommodate extra games. I'd go to what if you, 55. What if you allowed them to play 20 games but said nobody could play more than 16 that's intriguing. Um, I, I've seen that proposed before where then you manage mm-hmm. as a general manager and right. a coach, you sort of manage depending on the team that is in front of you. I'm sure you would be allowed to make that choice that week. You wouldn't have to go into the season with it. It would drive Wilbon crazy because Wilbon thinks, although he thinks that the NBA should have more games, well, sure. yeah. uh, he already thinks that, that football is way too many. I would, Football's I, a, you know, someday somebody's going to be reminded that football is actually a really short season. It's the shortest. The it's That's the right. shortest season. It's four months. Come on. Too much. And what, we, what do we all know about money? It, right? It's the answer to all your questions. Money. Uh, right. And, and there's just there's money on the table. Yeah. All right. This will happen. Maybe it'll be in 10 years, but this will happen. More NFL. Yeah. Well, you know, who's going to be upset? Well, I'll be dead. But I won't be upset. Yeah. If, if there is an afterlife, <laughs> I won't be upset because I'll be watching Red Zone. Exactly. I'll be watching Red Zone. Yeah. yeah. All right, <laughs> here we go. Baltimore, which won last week, is at Cincinnati, which lost last week and played terribly. Cincinnati is home. This is a division game. So odd to open up with two division games um, for Cincinnati. Cincinnati, jeez. Baltimore yeah. is plus three and a half. I'm not – that's an interesting – Baltimore won – easily and you don't know about burrow's health you just don't know about his calf and baltimore's getting three and a half i would normally pick cincinnati but i don't know what are you going to do this game is weird uh you know lamar had a terrible game they won easily but he didn't play very well nope they they lost their running back for the season um it seems like this happens to ravens every year though whoever their lead running back dobbins right lost right right blows out their knee and then they go and find Gus Edwards again, right? <laughs> yeah. You know? um, three and a half. Gosh, I uh, I hate when. I mean, I, I I don't like betting against the Ravens with that many points. They they just they're just too usually well coached of a team. Cincinnati needs it. I this is a real stay away game for betters. Yeah. I, I guess I'm going to go with the um, with the Ravens here because I just don't think the Bengals are healthy yet. All right, Kansas City. Kansas City lost its opening game to Detroit. They're on the road at Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence is awfully good. Kansas mm-hmm. City, though, is the defending Super Bowl champions. They are a three-point road favorite against Jacksonville. Who do you like? Well, this is a reminder that, that every game that the Chiefs play is the biggest game for the other team. Yes. Right? Like the Lions really had to prove themselves. And think about the Jaguars. Right? Are they, are they, are they going to, you know, this is... 
boy, you've got to be able to beat them at your own house, right? Gosh, um, I don't. Uh, this is another game that I wouldn't want to bet because I, I, I just neither outcome. Are the Chiefs going to be zero and two? Are they really going to be zero and two? Because I feel like if you take the Jaguars here, you believe they can win. That's right. Um, I'm not. I'm not, I'd, I'd rather lose uh, with Mahomes than against them. Uh, I'll go with Kansas City. Okay. You had him last week and you lost. Do you yeah, remember that? I know. Okay. San Francisco was at the Rams. The Rams had a surprisingly good game. They're a terrible team. They are. And their best player is not playing. You know, the Cooper Cup. San Francisco is minus eight. This is a divisional game. That is a big number on the road. That's a – I love San Francisco. That's a big number. Who you got? I, 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 and it's also a big number. Like, McVay's a pretty competitive dude. Yeah. Right? And he and Shanahan have Go their back. own little friendly rival. Yep. Rivalry. Eight points? It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. No way. This early? And, yeah. and, you know, I think the Rams still have a chip. Oh, give me the Rams. Eight points. I would do the same thing there. The New York Jets, and this went up overnight, are getting nine and a half at Dallas. Dallas could pull off the incredible shutout New York double, which probably has, probably has never happened. So I had uh, thought of it that way. Yeah. That would be, yeah. Yeah, they could do that. Um, the Jets, everybody is standing up. Everybody goes on ESPN. Everybody stands up and says, Zach Wilson's going to be fine. Really? They yeah. fired him last year. Okay, why do, you, why do you people think they went and got Aaron Rodgers? And by the way, why did they keep Zach Wilson? Because Aaron Rodgers never gets hurt. It doesn't matter who the backup is. Anyway, Jets are getting nine and a half. That's a big number. It is. Go ahead. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a big number I'm not afraid of. That, I feel like the Jet. you know, there's only short week, emotional. You did everything, you know. It was one thing to pull that off. And that. And uh, give me the Cowboys. Okay. Your hometown of Miami, the Miami Dolphins, who looked very great on one side of the ball, but very great. What did you think of that Fouts Marino game? Yeah. That was pretty good, right? Yeah. A little throwback there. Yeah. I mean, Tua and Herbert were really good. Tua was exceptionally good. He passed for 466 fun. yards, and he's got Tyreek Hill. Um, Miami looked real good on one side of the ball. New England looked real good on one side of the ball. After they gave up 16 early, they went like three and a half quarters, right, without giving up much at all. Um, New England isn't any good, though. They aren't any good. Um, Nigel, what do we know about the hurricane? Isn't, there, isn't that hurricane supposed to maybe hit there this weekend? Well, I know it's, it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's offshore. I thought but- it was Saturday it was supposed to hit. It's like Friday, Saturday, the, the, the effects are going to start. Uh, they don't know how bad it's going to be, but, but New England looks like it's going to be hit on some level. So New England but get rain again? Sunday. I would think so. Yeah. Miami, minus two and a half on the road division game. I just don't think Mac Jones can, can keep up with that offense. <coughs> Pardon me. Um, give me the Dolphins. So you're going to take Miami? It's a lot of road teams I'm taking. I'm in trouble here. Yeah, that's a lot the of third road one. Teams. Three or four road teams. Yeah. Cleveland is at Pittsburgh. Cleveland won, surprisingly to me, at home. Pittsburgh lost, and Pittsburgh got drubbed. Pittsburgh played one of the two or three best teams in the, in the league, though, in San Francisco. Cleveland minus two and a half. I'm, I, I, I would go Pittsburgh. I don't know what you're going to yeah, do. Yeah, I'm with – no, I, I, Pittsburgh at home, it's hard. They, that was a weird – they lost control of that game early, and then yep. they just seemed shell-shocked. Yep. I, I, 
I'd like to believe Tomlin will have them in better shape. And they own Cleveland. They, you know, until Cleveland proves they can beat Pittsburgh consistently, right? Right. Pittsburgh owns Cleveland, so give me give me the Steelers. Yeah, I mean, I felt that there were two games last week that got out of hand very, very quickly and just spiraled down for teams. One was the Giants against the Cowboys when that mm-hmm. kick block kick became a touchdown, and 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 San Francisco went right down the field, just right down the field against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh had no answers. One other game, the Washington Football Team is at Denver. Sean Payton, a little surprise to me, lost his first game. Um, Sean Payton is a self-proclaimed genius, but other people might say he is a genius. I mean, he's been very, very good. I don't know how good Washington is. I don't think you can tell from that game. There was an enormous emotional factor opening at home, new ownership, new everything. They are plus three and a half at Denver. Who you got? You put Sean Payton in your Dabo Sweeney uh, category. Coaches, you, uh, you know they're good, but you just don't like them. Um, I like Sean Payton personally. I've, I knew him when I was doing Monday Night Football. He's easy to chat with. He, 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 he does not hide his light. <laughs> he does not. You know, he's one of those. He just has a giant ego. Yeah, he does. Not sure. Likeable guy, but a giant. Well, you he know. does. And we'll see what he does with Russell Wilson, who I think's done. Done. Kind of like we'll every see. politician I've ever met. Yeah. Uh, it could be likable, but giant egos. Um... I'm with you on the emotion with the commanders and all of that, and then you've got to you got to play at elevation early. Yeah. Um, give me the Broncos. Yeah, I would do the same thing. All right, let's hope you improve on the four and three. Thank you, Chuck. You got it, Chuck Todd, boys and girls. I text Chuck Todd every night in Nats games twenty five times. He's so sick of me at this point. So sick of me. And if we just gave you Chuck Todd, that would be more than enough. But we give you a monkey. See the monkey, he's scritch, scritch, scratching, watching his iPad, smoking and laughing, hanging with Bud Grant, tap, tap, tapping on his purple attache. Sing along, everybody. Zoo. Zoo. Reginald's got the bikes by two. Sometimes he throws poo, 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 and he's had too much Johnny Walker blue. All right, so Reginald opened one and two. You know, everybody lost on Washington. Washington didn't cover. They didn't yeah. cover. But I think everybody's happy they won, but they didn't cover. Everybody lost on them. So what does Reginald have? You know, what's going on with Reginald? So I went down to the zoo. He was not there. No. So there was a note on his flat, and it said, you know, I'm at Gonzaga. Went down to Gonzaga. He was there on the football field, the practice field, working out with his trainer, um, his quarterback guru, Dan Pastorini. I'm not sure if you knew they had a relationship. Did not. Adam Schefter reporting that Reginald is seeking a two-year deal with the New York Jets, in terms of which... <laughs> $1,500 and all the grubs he can eat, so yeah, that seems grubs. to work for the cap. Yeah. Not sure how Reginald and Hackett would work well together, but that's in the mix. They took a break from the workout to go over the, some of these matches for me. The first one we gave him was uh, Cincy at home giving th- uh, three and a half to Baltimore. And this was a lovely photograph that Reginald showed me of him on a river cruise through Austria with Dave Concepcion, Mario Soto, and Ken Anderson. Clearly, he's got ties Cincinnati. to Cincinnati he region. Cincinnati. Yes, he will take the, uh, the Bengals in that. Probably likes the Reds as well. Uh, the next match we gave him was uh, the Jags at home getting three from Kansas City. And I'm not sure which Waffle House in Jacksonville he was at. Well, but, there's 10,000 right? of them. He was at one of them with Tony Baselli, Mark Brunel, and Urban Meyer, some of the great Jaguars of all time. Urban Meyer. <laughs> My God. 
What a disaster that <laughs> the was. Biggest disaster. What ever. a disaster yeah, it's that just, was. There's no silver lining in that well, cloud whatsoever for him. But clearly tells me he's got ties to Jacksonville and he will take Urban the Jaguars. Meyer, you know, ruined whatever reputation he had. He, yeah. You know, and, and it just ruined it. And he was. And his reputation was shady to begin with. Yeah, he was brilliant at Ohio State. Yeah, I that's right. Appreciate all that. But. And Florida. And Florida. He yeah. national championships, two different schools. But cratered at Jacksonville. Oh. Couldn't do any worse than he oh. did. No. Uh, the last match we gave him was uh, the Washington football team at Denver getting three and a half. This is a lovely uh, photo. It looks to be quite old, but Reginald skiing in Aspen with Carl Mecklenburg, Dan Reeves, and Alex English. Sort of an interesting trio there. I would pick Denver in that game, too. Yeah. I, I, would, I would give three and a half, and I would pick Denver in that game. Yeah, he felt pretty good about that one. Yeah, I would. All yeah. right, that's great. All right, we will take a break. Uh, Jeff Ma will join us. James Carville, we can't find him. We found him. He's just not ready for us right, right now. And Carville was 5-2 and two last week. It's a good week. Carville, Carville got the under on Philly, New England. Carville said, take the under. Take the under. <laughs> the under was 45 and a half. The final total was 45. Hey. One by a half point. So we anxiously await Carville sending something in or getting with us later in the week. All right, I'm Tony Kornheiser. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to The Tony Kornheiser Show. Scott Parker sent this in. He performs under the name Midlife Crisis. He did this from his home studio in Frederick, Maryland. It's a song called Managing the Decline. And the guy playing the piano is a surgeon. <laughs> you know, he'd go out with a casting call. he say, any doctors play here? Uh, in case I also break my ankle. What did you think of uh, what happened to Aaron Rodgers, Doc? Right. Jeff Ma joins us now. I want to make sure I have this right. You were three and two this past week, which is fine. But were you actually 0-5 in the first week? Yes, I was. I was 0-5, and then I lost my first two college games this week. So I was actually 0-7 before the NFL started. So thank God the NFL is back. Yes, you lost on Utah because you gave 7.5 and, and it was 7. Yeah, it was uh, – that was 7 earlier in the week. I 
had a bad handicap on that game because I thought Cam Rising might be playing their sort of starting quarterback, and so um, you know it was a, it was bad, and ultimately lost that by half a point. That's why sometimes it matters when you bet because earlier in the week it was. So I wonder about this. Um, are you still with us? Because we lost you temporarily there. You're still with us, right? I am. Okay, good. So you, you wonder about this. Is your Justin Verlander early in the year with the Mets was getting hit pretty hard. And he said, I, I don't know what's going on. This is unacceptable. This is not who I am. I'm going to work and work and work. But he was clearly shaken by it. Were you shaken by 0-7? Um. I guess a little bit. I mean, I, I've, I've done pretty well over the years picking on your show. Yep. So, you know, starting 0-7 is, that doesn't feel very good because it's uh, such a popular public forum to, bet, to pick games. Um, but college has never been my forte on the show. NFL has always been something I've been much better at. So I was kind of, like, excited for the NFL season to start. Um, but you evaluate what you do in these things, not from the standpoint of results, but for, for process. That's why we call our podcast Get the process. process. It's, 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 you know, how has the process been? Um, and, and like I said, I mean, I, the, the Utah game thinking that rising was going to play, which was bad information. And then, um, you know, the first week of the season, you know, I've, I've bet against coach prime twice and it's clear that yep. coach prime has, <laughs> uh, has more talent than we thought he did. And is, is, is on to something now, Again, how much are we going to continue to react to that and adjust to that? It seems like last week we still hadn't adjusted enough. Um, so, you know, again, you just evaluate what you do from a process standpoint, not always from a results standpoint. Just as an aside, if you want to know the impact of Deion Sanders on college football, I believe that uh, College Game Day is out there right now. I believe that like three different networks are out there right now because he is right, Jeff. He's the biggest story by miles in college football. Yeah, I mean, anytime you have someone disrupting the blue bloods of you know the SEC and do something like what he's doing in Colorado, it, it's pretty incredible. And so, I think you know, I, I saw some projections that like some of the experts have them in the playoffs this year already. Wow, so people no. are really reacting to this um, for sure. And yeah, it is the story right now. Yeah. All right, what do you got for us this week? Pro we're games. Five, we're going to do five NFL games. We're going to start with Jacksonville plus the three over Kansas City. Um, we all saw Kansas City on Thursday night. Obviously, they get a little bit more rest, so that'll be good for them. They'll have Chris Jones back, likely, and I don't, I'm not sure about Kelsey, but I'm guessing he's back. They, sh- they should be much better and much healthier, but I, I do like Jacksonville as an up-and-coming team in, in a game that they are going to be um, incredibly pumped for with you know being at home. Um, against the team that's been their sort of nemesis and, and the best team in the division for the last whatever conference for the last whatever years. So I like them plus three. Really? So Kansas City, well, yeah, Kansas City could win the game by less than three and Jacksonville would cover. Okay, what's next? Well, with the, the reasoning that you're having there, Tony, is the reason that there's some value in these games because people look at it and they say, well, Kansas City's not going to go 0-2. Right. How can they be only giving three? So that, you know, again, that's where you get some value. I'm going to take Baltimore plus the three and a half over Cincy, somewhat of a similar handicap where I think Baltimore has always played Cincy tough, even last year when they were not quite as talented and they didn't have Lamar Jackson. Um, I think Cincy is going to take a little while to get going. I, I said I thought Burrow would be uh, a little bit, you know, rusty. Oh, he was terrible. Oh, terrible. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to take 
Seattle plus the six over Detroit. Um, it's a little bit of an overreaction to Seattle getting blown out by the Rams. Um, and again, Detroit beating Kansas City. So uh, I think there's this is just too many points. I think plus six is value on Seattle. Where is that game in Detroit? In Detroit. Does that worry you at yeah. all? I mean, it's built in the line, right? That's why it's plus six. If right. We, if we were in Seattle, it would be probably closer to even. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm going to take the Jets plus nine and a half over Dallas. Um, I Again, last week, one of the things I got right was that this Jets defense was a really good defense and that they would start to turn the ball over more last year. I think they only had 16 turnovers despite being an incredible defense with great getting a lot of sacks and creating a lot of havoc. Um, I think this is too big of a reaction with the Jets having, like I said, a solid, a really solid, really strong defense and a bit of a reaction to what everyone saw with Dallas um, blowing out the Giants. So I'm, I'm a small amount of pushback here because I agree with your analysis of it. And, and I think that the Jets' defense can hold Dallas pretty well, although at home maybe that's a big ask. I just don't think Zach Wilson's any good at all. I, I thought he's clearly demonstrated that last year. I'm a little surprised at a lot of people sort of standing up and saying Zach Wilson will be fine. What, do you, what are your thoughts on that? Well, he was the number two overall pick, so there's yep. talent there. And, yep. <clears throat> you know, the the issue was maturity. And um, so maybe this whole having Aaron Rodgers come in and has given him some perspective. And, you know, you know, as Salah said, this is this is Zach's team. So yep. this is giving him a chance. And, again, I go back to the fact that the pedigree is talented. So if, you know, I, I'm, again, willing to take a chance plus nine and a half, would I take a chance? Plus three, no. Right. But nine and a half is a lot of a lot of points. It, the second week, it's really a lot of points in week two. Okay, what's next? And then finally, on the Monday night game, I'll take Pittsburgh plus the two and a half over Cleveland. Um, again, a little bit of a reaction to week one. Cleveland blows out Cincy, plays plays really well. Pittsburgh gets blown out by San Francisco. I, I mean, if this game had happened week one with what people anticipated week one, Pittsburgh certainly would have been favored, and they wouldn't be a two and a half point underdog. I agree with this completely. I mean, I, I it, and I also think, it, I mentioned this earlier in the show, I also think it's pretty odd that um, the Cleveland is opening with two division games in a row, right? I mean, that seems odd. Yeah. It, 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 and there's a real emphasis on division games. In the, in the, real division game. Again, I, I, I don't think this is a game they'll win. I think they'll lose this game to Pittsburgh. Me too. And I don't like Deshaun Watson. And when he scored the touchdown, which was a great play, designed run, and he started strumming a guitar, I just thought, I don't think this guy gets it. Mm-hmm. But maybe I'm wrong about that. All right, who's on Bet the Process this week? Um, this week we had uh, this guy, David Frohart Lane, who is a market maker. He won the uh, Superbook contest. He's won a bunch of contests. So we talk a little bit about survivor pools in betting contests. I don't know if you're familiar with either I'm not. Of those. I'm not. Um, yeah, I would guess Survivor is this uh, pool where each week you pick one team to win, and then you can't use the same team twice. And so it starts off with you know thousands of people in it, and every time someone picks a team that loses, they get eliminated. But there's uh, the the Circa Casino in Las Vegas has a big contest where they you know it's the winner gets I think a couple million dollars. So we talk about that, and we talk about David Frohart Lane, who is actually like a professional market maker in sports betting, meaning. He's like making markets in, you know, so people can bet into them just like a financial trader. And he came out of the high frequency trading world. So it's kind of a intersection between finance and sports betting. That's interesting. 
Thank you, Jeff. We'll talk next week. Good luck. Thanks, Tony. Jeff Ma, boys and girls. Started at 0-7. You know what that's like, Michael? That's like at, at the at the PGA Tour Championship Finals when you're like, there's somebody else's eight shots ahead of you before you even start. But you came, came back a little bit, as did Carville. Uh, we will take a break. We will have email and jingle when we return. I'm Tony Kornheiser. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. You're listening to The Tony Kornheiser Show. Here comes Tony, here comes Tony, here comes Tony. He's made back, got your emails, facts, sent your notes. Here comes Tony, here comes Tony, here comes Mr. Tony's mailbag. Gonna read some for all of you. How's that? That's Annie Cress. How's that? That's pretty good, isn't it? That's pretty good. You want to do the Bethesda Bagel ad for us? Yes, Bethesda Bagels. We love them. You will as well. Just go to BethesdaBagels.com for the location in the DC area nearest you. Then pop on in and you will be thrilled. Have they brought up my absence? Yeah, uh, Michael was the go-to guy for a week, <laughs> two no. weeks. Uh, yeah, there seems to be a longing look in their eyes. Yeah. They haven't said anything, but I, I can sense something. I'll try saying hello. <laughs> we'll That'll just about that. do it for us today. Before we get to the mailbag, <laughs> let me just say, she said there is no reason. And the truth is plain to see. As I wandered through my playing cards, would not let her be. One of 16 Vestal Virgins were leaving for the coast, and although my eyes were open, they might just as well have been closed. And so it was. Layayada, as the miller told his tale, that her face at first just ghostly turned a whiter shade of pale. That's Procol Harum. That's a whiter shade of pale. That came out when I was in college, and because Binghamton University is technically in Vestal, New York, the line about Vestal Virgins got everybody insane. <laughs> it's a song about uh, Jeffrey Chaucer. You don't get a lot of songs about not, Jeffrey Chaucer. Not as many as you used to, yeah. <laughs> You're right, they stopped writing. <laughs> Thanks to our guests today, Chuck Todd, Jeff Ma. Thanks to our sponsors, Policy Genius, ButcherBox, Indochino. Had ButcherBox last night. I cooked hamburgers. You never miss. You never miss. Yeah, you're a big fan of that. Yeah. You do four and five minutes aside? Five and six. Ooh, five and five six. Five and six, and then with one minute to go, you put the buns right on the grill. Mm. And remember, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and Odyssey. If you get the show through Apple Podcasts, please leave us a review. From Tyler Etchenkamp in Lincoln, Nebraska. While browsing channels on my TV guide this weekend, I scrolled down to the Hallmark Channel. With an equal mix of wonder and disgust, I was stopped dead in my tracks by what might be the cheesiest movie title that I have ever seen. Cheesy even for Hallmark. Fourth Down in Love. 
The TV Guide description is as follows. Sparks fly between a single mother and a professional football player when they coincidentally meet again. It's always again. Again, right. On her daughter's flag football team. A quick Google search revealed that, yes, they were former college. They're always former sweethearts. Right. And they're good at the end of the movie. They're always that. That's a template, yeah. Uh, From Kate Mihoke. New Orleans, Louisiana, as I was listening Friday to your rant about your inability to get a live person at the New York Times. And that's just bothersome. You know, and most other companies, I decided to bring your attention to one company that still provides exceptional customer service, AAA. Yes, they do. Oh, they as pick does up. American Express. Just this past week, I needed their support as the battery of my minivan died and I was stuck on the side of the road. So I called them immediately and the first thing they said to me as they picked up immediately was, are you in a safe place? Imagine that. Some company cares about you enough to start each conversation with a question about your needs. They ask this question every time someone calls. Imagine if we could extend that to all companies, that we required them to, one, pick up when you call, and two, ask a question about you and your feelings. You'd get things like, Mr. Tony, how are you feeling today about Cigna not approving your MRI? Oh, the doc got that done. Dr. Kikuchi got that <laughs> Or Mr. Tony, are you excited? You almost finished your current pint of coffee ice cream so you can try another kind. Or Mr. Tony, do you need to share your thoughts on Subarus today before we move forward? Finished McConnell's last night. Ready to go. Oh, that's exciting. The internet is always watching and listening to us. I'm sure companies already have the personal information they need to make this kind of effort. It would be grand. P.S. I want to update you on your friend and my cousin-in-law, Brian Polian, who's married to my cousin, Laura. We love Brian. He accepted a job as the athletic director at his alma mater, John Carroll University in Cleveland, which we knew when we had talked about that. Not surprisingly, in an interview soon after accepting the job, he said that in his entire football coaching career has led his family all over the country, but now it was time to give two children some stability and a place to call home as they grow in the middle and high school years. While we miss him in Louisiana, I have no doubt he will lead that fine university to develop great athletes and great human beings. It's what he does everywhere he goes. Isn't that nice for Brian? Very nice. From Brandon Costello. Can you let my good friend Todd Takai know that we're going to La Cheeserie Part 3 next August? I hope that Jason Smorrow can at least let me busk a few tunes along the third base concourse. <laughs> Thanks in advance. Yeah, it'd be nice line. to see him sing. Yeah, got to get nice in line behind Dan Byrne. I think he's got first dibs on that. From James Whited, or Whited, W-H-I-T-E-D, 2003 graduate, Texas something or other university. <laughs> <laughs> right, so in addition to being a long-time little, I'm also a graduate of Texas State University, whom you referred to as Texas something or other on Friday's show. Since I'm quite fond of my school and their recent achievement of dominating the Baylor Bears on the gridiron, yeah, when they were 26.5-point dogs, I thought I should write to tell you a little bit about our school. Texas State is the only university of Texas to graduate a United States president. That's right. The only one to do it, none other than Lyndon B. Johnson. Texas State has a spring-fed river that runs through the middle of campus. When students graduate, they commonly leap into the river in their cap and gown to celebrate. That's nice. That's like an LPGA event, right, Mike? (laughs) Texas State, (coughs) located in San Marcos, Texas, just south of Austin, just north of San Antonio, arrivals of the UTSA, that's Texas San Antonio Roadrunners, who James Carville picked minus 13.5 to beat us. Ouch, Carville. Texas State's name is a common joke in Texas, as it's had many uh, over the years. It started out as Southwest Texas State Normal School, eventually became Southwest Texas State, and in 2003 became Texas State. Most think of Texas State as being the fighting armadillos from the movie Unnecessary Roughness. (laughs) I could go on and on about the Harvard of the Hill Country, as it's known, or about how George Strait got his start there, how it has a great journalism program for whom the person I'm related to by marriage graduated from whom. Um, from which, actually. But I know you're busy trying to get logged into that Times account, so I'll conclude here. <laughs> Texas State is a beautiful school 
once had low enough admission standards to let this little into it. I was once considered that the transfer portal and NIL would only lower athletic tier schools like ours, but with the win against Baylor and some of the talent the team now has on it, I think we just might have a chance to win some games. Eat them up, cats. Um, from Abraham in Silver Spring, during Friday's mailbag, you received an email from Malcolm Smith, who did not clarify that he was not that Malcolm Smith, former linebacker at USC and Super Bowl 48 MVP for the Seattle Seahawks. So we're all going to just have to assume that Malcolm Smith is a little who had a great time at La Cheeserie Night. From Bill Pitcher, our famed organist. That's right. From Quarryville, Pennsylvania. Did I hear this right? In lieu of sending a box to that, we can invite ourselves to play golf with you? To quote King George in Hamilton, I wasn't aware that was something a person could do. I played for the first time last month. I'm a seven. I mean, that's how many balls I lost. I'll bring the orange Gatorade. What time? Yeah, don't throw away that shot. From Dan Hughes uh, in Potomac Falls. I was catching up on the pod yesterday on the ride to dinner through Northern Virginia with a woman to whom I'm related by marriage for over 40 years. She is, as her nature... Uh, she, as is her nature, talked through Chuck Todd lamenting every pick, so I gathered no insights from his appearance on the pod. Then I made a strategic mistake. Reginald's walk-on song came on, and I, in her words, shushed her for a monkey. I explained that I usually bet with a monkey in Carville. She looked puzzled. I needed to hear Nigel explain who Reginald was pic- pictured with this week. Then the silence occurred, as I believed that maybe I had offended her. The dinner quickly turned from a Chick-fil-A number three to a Chez Francois number $500 quickly. <laughs> I really do need Reginald to be right this week. From Dan Hughes. From Joe Gabarino in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I was tasked this Easter to bring dessert for my family dinner. Knowing that my niece loved ice cream, I decided to get several small pints from the new fancy ice cream store by my office for all to try. This store, Van Leeuwen Ice Cream, oh, yeah. isn't... You know it? I'm familiar with them, yes. Van Leeuwen ice cream is known for having some funky flavors, one of which I got for the family to try was malted French fry flavor. Nope. That's right. <laughs> French fry flavored ice cream. So it's I'm like not dipping sure. your fries in a Frosty. Yes. Is I that suppose, right? I suppose that was, that's yeah. what it would be like. I'm not sure what I expected, but the ice cream tasted exactly like cold French fries. <laughs> As you can imagine, it was awful. <laughs> and I caused several members of my family to regurgitate some of the Easter ham. Let's just say my niece no longer wants her uncle bringing ice cream to their house, and the remaining French fry ice cream has been stuck in my freezer for over six months. P.S. Some of their other odd flavors include Kraft and Mac Cheese nope. and Hidden Valley Ranch. I would steer oh, clear of those, awful. but their coffee ice cream yeah, is quite tasty. You got dinner right there. <laughs> yeah. Mm. From Ethan Ruderman in the Toronto. Ranch, please. The woman to whom I'm related by marriage returned from the grocery store today with a surprise for me. A pint of Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Or so I thought it was ice cream. A closer examination of the label revealed that it was actually non-dairy frozen dessert made with almonds. This detestable non-ice cream managed to tick all three boxes of the unholy trinity. One, made without milk or cream. Mm. Last time I checked, there were no udders on an almond. Two, loaded with schmutz, gobs of chocolate chip cookie dough and fudge flakes. Three, over $10 per pint. On a related note, if any of the Littles practice divorce law, please have them get in touch. That's sort of fun. <laughs> but that is the thing. That's what I hate about Ben and Jerry's. Yeah, it's just... It, it, they don't have single flavors. It's no, loaded they, with schmutz. Yeah, it's yep. something and uh, everything, something yes. I don't, I don't like it. From Sue Heidel, or Heidel, in Cincinnati, Ohio. On Friday's show, you wondered if anyone makes an ice cream containing goat's milk. Well, your answer is here. From the makers of Oatly, the flavorless non-dairy ice cream, I bring you Goatly. Ugh. Another tasteless but full-fat confection. 
Once you have finished that pint while standing over your kitchen sink, you'll have an immediate desire to don an Angora sweater and take up mountain climbing for the weekends, <laughs> but I kid. P.S. Uh, this Friday, September 15th, that's in a couple of days, yep. is my birthday. I look forward to your call, but please try to avoid the lunch hour as I do have plans. <laughs> From Papa Thea in Paris. Do you recall ever seeing cow milk labeled as such on any bottle you purchased or opened? If not, as I suspect, how can you be so certain that you've never had sheep or goat milk? <laughs> Food for thought. It's a fair point. Um, from PJ Donnelly, and it, it's titled "The Answer to Your Blossom: The Answer to End Your Blossom End Blossom End Rot." Oh yes, which we didn't t- have this year. Oh, we didn't. When you dig we a hole really to a plant boundary. a tomato, drop an antacid tablet in. Cover slightly and then plant the tomato. Since the tablet is just calcium, it eliminates blossom end rot. Hmm. I began doing this years ago. I haven't had a problem with it. Simple, easy, cheap, and effective. We save this. Yes. We're saving. That's a good. That's a Thank good tip. Thank you from PJ Donald. Should we do one other? Sure. We'll do one other. Yeah, in honor of Adam. Oh, uh, Aaron Rodgers from Kurt Sanger, Lieutenant Colonel, U.S. Marine Corps, retired, Brandon, Florida. When you say you're a jet, you're a jet all the way. But who would have guessed he'd be out in four plays? <laughs> West Side Story, kids. If you're out on your bike tonight, do wear white. I'm 70 and 40 publicly against the spread on Tony Kornhauser. Who is Tony? <laughs> Tony Kornhauser. Who is that? On hole one, you may just be tempted to give your drive a lot of power. However, accuracy is more important to navigate the bunkers on the fairway. Place your second shot just below the pin for an uphill putt. But be careful of the bunkers on either side of the green. That'll play.
agility decline.